Hello and welcome to the Rebecca Lee Podcast. I'm your host and wellness sis, Rebecca. I'm an LA-based holistic nutritionist and I'm here to help guide you through the world of wellness in the most straightforward, balanced, and intuitive way. Join me every week for casual big sis chats as I spill the deets on all things real holistic health and wellness to guide you towards living your best life. Now, let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy that you decided to tune in for today's episode and for coming back each Wednesday to hear a new podcast episode. So thank you for being here and thank you for coming back. Or if you're new, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here and I'm so happy that you're interested in just becoming a better version of yourself. Today's episode is a super important one, you guys. Maybe one of the most important ones I've done in a minute because this episode is going to be all around self-love and how you can start cultivating more self-love in your day-to-day life right now, specifically with five tangible tips to get started and implement into your life. So I wanted to give some tips that were really tangible that you could actually do and notice a shift and a change in the way that you perceive yourself and the way that you view yourself and the relationship that you have with yourself. Because at the end of the day, the amount of self-love that we have towards ourself is going to affect everything else around us. It's going to affect the way we perceive ourselves, how other people perceive us, how we feel every day. And just so many more things that is so important because I've said this before and I'll say it again, the relationship we have with ourselves is ultimately the most relationship, the most important relationship we'll ever have. So if there's one piece of big sis advice that I can give you right now, that would be to focus on self-love and to focus on really watering your own grass and really cultivating that inner inner self-love from the inside, not anything to do with the external, but the internal, because that will have a massive ripple effect for all other areas of your life. So before we get started with the five tips, I just wanna say that self-love can look different for everyone and everyone you know, is so different. I talk about that a lot as well. And I want you to know that, you know, if these tips don't resonate with you, if one resonates more than the other, like feel free to take what resonates with you and leave what doesn't, because I ultimately want you to go on your own journey and discovery of self-love and see how you can best utilize self-love and how you can best cultivate more self-love in your day-to-day life. These are just five tips that have personally helped me along my self-love journey so feel free to take everything you know what resonates what doesn't totally up to you i just want you to know that everyone's self-love journey can look so different so i would say probably a few years ago like three four five years ago and prior to that i did not have a strong sense of self-love towards myself And I think that stemmed from a lot of things. I think it stemmed from being too hard on myself, not accepting certain parts of myself, 
And among other things, you know, looking for the external to change the way that I felt internally. And fast forward to now and where I feel like I'm at in my life, which is just so much more at peace. I feel so much more self-love towards myself. I have gone through a massive shift, a massive journey in just learning how to even love myself. What does that even mean? Like, how can I even apply that? Like, no one's ever taught us. You don't learn this in school, how to love yourself. And I guess all of this to say is that I've been there. I've been in those periods where I don't like what I see in the mirror. I don't like who I am. More than just the physical. Internally, too, I wasn't happy with who I was. And I was my harshest critic. And I didn't show myself that love, that same love that I would show others. But to myself, I couldn't do it for whatever reason. And so I guess all of this to say, long-winded story, that it is possible. And if you're listening right now in a place of your life, in a chapter of your life, where you feel like you just aren't there and it seems nearly impossible to get there, just know that it's not as far away as you might think it is. I promise it is a lot closer and a lot more attainable to love yourself than you might think. And it just starts with making simple changes, simple steps, and bringing awareness to that piece of you and your life. Now that we're done with this long-winded intro, I want to get into the five tips for cultivating more self-love. Let's get into it, starting with number one, and that is to change your focus. What we focus on is what you will find. So change your focus, shift your focus to look for the good, the things you do love about yourself, the positives about yourself. Instead of focusing and putting all of your attention and effort and energy on the things you might not be as fond of. So what I mean by that? Let's say you have a major insecurity right now, or there's something that you don't really like about yourself. And I think our natural instinct is to look at those things that we don't like as much and really dwell on it. Like, oh my gosh, I really don't like this about myself. Or when I look in the mirror, I feel this way because of this on my body. Or we just hyper fixate all of our energy on like that one thing or that those things about ourselves that we might not like. Meanwhile, while we're doing that, we are completely missing everything else about ourselves that are amazing, that are actually way more important than those little things you're hyper fixating on. So if you start to shift your focus and change your focus away from the things that you might not like as much and instead focus on wow, I really do like that about myself, or wow, I really have this trait about myself that's amazing, let me go explore that more, or whatever it is, that is when you will start to feel more self-love because you won't be focusing on the things that, A, are out of your control. So let's say it's something physical and it's kind of out of your control right now, like, you know, it is what it is, and you don't like it, you are just wasting all your energy. Versus if you focus on A, something that you love about yourself or something positive or B, on something that is in your control, such as choosing to do things that are good for you or something 
that will benefit you or improve yourself to get to where you want to go or become more of the person you want to be, that will help you so much more. Start to focus on the things you can control instead of nitpicking yourself and focusing on the things that are out of your control. Once you do that, you will become a different person because you don't even realize how much energy you can waste on nitpicking yourself and criticizing yourself and focusing on all the things that you know you don't like or whatever. You don't even realize all the energy you waste on it. Imagine if you took all of that same energy and instead put it towards something useful, something positive, something in your control that you can actually change to become who you want to become. And that, my friends, is when you will start to see real changes and the self-love will start pouring in because you are focusing on the things that you like more about yourself or you are choosing to focus on things that you can control and then therefore will have positive impacts in terms of that change. Our brains are very, very smart. And so what you tell your mind to focus on is exactly what your mind will find more of. So if you give yourself the challenge like, hey, what do I love about myself? What can I compliment myself on today? You will just keep finding those answers instead of asking yourself, or even if you subconsciously are asking yourself like, "Mm, what can I criticize about myself today? What am I not loving? How, whatever it is, that is what your brain will find more of. So start asking yourself the the right questions And focus, change your focus, shift your focus on all the amazing qualities about yourself because guess what? Once you start doing that, you will start to find even more amazing qualities about yourself. It'll just be this ripple effect where you just find more and more and more all the way to the point where you're just pouring, over-pouring with self-love. And I want to make a clear point real quick too before we get out of this this, um, number one. Having an abundance of self-love does not mean that you're cocky, does not mean that you're arrogant, does not mean that you're full of yourself, okay? There's a very big distinction. Having self-love is choosing internally within you, regardless of the external, regardless of anything else going on, that you unconditionally love yourself, that you will show yourself the same love as you would someone else that you will be there for yourself no matter what, that you are actively working on the relationship you have with yourself to ultimately feel good and happy and at peace in your skin every single day. That is very different than external facing, like cockiness or arrogance or trying to flaunt something or show something off. That is not the same. So keep that in mind. Don't feel like having an abundance of self-love will turn you into being cocky. And I think maybe some women are afraid of that. And I'm here to reassure you that that is definitely not the case. So don't feel like those two things go hand in hand. Okay, moving on to tip number two. And that is to quit the judgment. Quit the judgment. And it kind of goes hand in hand with number one. But the second you stop, judging yourself so much is the second you are just going to be so much more at peace with yourself and you will notice that 
you will have way more self-love. You will feel way better about yourself and just be pouring with self-love because you are not going to be your harshest critic anymore. You're not going to be judging yourself for every little thing. And that is something that was actually really hard for me to overcome. And I think I said this earlier is that I was always my harshest critic. Now, that means I do still push myself. I still push myself towards becoming a better version of myself and towards reaching my goals and getting to where I want to go. However, that does not mean I am judging myself and putting myself down for every little thing. And I think it's almost impossible to have so much self-love while also having so much judgment for your for yourself. So I really believe it's all about choosing how you respond to things. How do you respond to things that may not go your way or that, you know, maybe you weren't happy about with yourself? Choose to reframe it. See it differently. And instead of letting that inner mean girl voice come in and judge you, start looking at it in a different way. Start using it as a learning lesson. Start having some compassion and understanding for yourself. And that is when you will start to feel more self-love because you will be at more peace with yourself and you won't feel like as in this constant battle with yourself. And another quick piece about judgment. And if you want to know how you are even subconsciously judging yourself, start taking a look at how you judge others and what you judge them for. So everyone is just a reflection of our internal state. And so what you decide to judge other people for is exactly what you are judging yourself for. And I know that kind of seems hard to grasp grasp sometimes, but it's absolutely true. And I've caught myself do it so many times. Whenever I catch myself judging someone for something, I flip it back on myself and I say, what am I judging myself for right now? What am I not allowing myself to fully express and show and what am I not showing compassion towards from myself and that is a key indicator of what you need to work on is through learning what you are judging others for because it is just a reflection of ourselves and that also goes the other way as well so if you admire something in someone else admire some aspect of them or what they're doing That also means you're admiring that part of you because you see it within yourself too. So start to be more aware of that. Start to notice it. Like, what am I judging others for? What do I admire about others? And how can I start to flip it back onto me and think about, okay, how can I stop judging myself for X, Y, and Z thing? And how can I actually start to expand on the things that I admire about other people? Moving on to tip number three, and this one is going to be a little bit more of like a tangible one. So the first two I think are really, really, really important in terms of mindset and mindset shifts and things that you can start to think about and become more aware of, you know, the way you're speaking to yourself, the, the things you're focusing on, the mean girl voice, the judgment, like those are all super, super important. So keep that in mind as like an overarching thing for you to start working on and looking at and bringing awareness to in your everyday life. And the next few might be a little bit more tangible. So things that you can start to do might be, might feel a little more natural and easier as well. And tip number three is all around affirmations and journaling. 
if you are on a self-love journey or just want to cultivate more self-love and you are not journaling and doing affirmations every single day, then let me tell you, you are missing out. Because these two things, especially when used together, are super, super, super helpful when trying to cultivate more self-love. I love journaling when I'm trying to work on my self-love and especially in the beginning of my self-love journey, journey journaling, journaling <laughs> was very, very, very helpful because it really uncovered a lot of things for me. And I think one of the most important aspects about journaling is awareness. And so when we're journaling, we're, we are really taking our thoughts from our mind and putting it down on paper so we can see what's actually going on. And when you can see it, then you can change it. And so journaling really helped me personally to uncover some deep work, some deep inner mean girl things, beliefs, thoughts, etc. that were no longer serving me. And this can also be called like shadow work, for example, that I could start to incorporate compassion towards those areas of my life and maybe towards those things that about myself that I don't love as much. And instead of coming from a place of judgment, hello, tip number two, you can start to come from a place of compassion and understanding. And once you do that, once you start to be compassionate towards those things and and towards those areas about ourselves, that's when you actually start to see real shifts because you aren't holding on to it as much. You just can let it go. And so journaling is super, super important for that reason and many other reasons, you know, other prompts around self-love and asking yourself the right questions what I love about myself what are three things I can focus on today about myself that are positive etc etc and that is actually really a part of the reason why I made the book the ebook shift your mindset shift your life with all the different journal prompts there's a whole section on self-love in that ebook and I'll put the link to the ebook in the podcast show notes if you're interested and want to see it but that is a huge portion of the ebook because journaling can uncover so much and is such a pivotal piece in your own self-love journey or at least it was for me another piece is affirmations and affirmations while they may seem silly at first or if you've tried affirmations and they just like don't really feel natural because maybe you're saying something that you don't consciously believe doesn't matter because it actually works affirmations work and I'll tell you why I'll try to make it a quick version but essentially your subconscious mind is majority of your mind like 85 or like 90 some 90 percent of your brain something like that and your subconscious mind hears everything that you're saying regardless if you consciously think it's true or not so if you don't think that you are consciously, you know, smart, pretty, worthy, deserving, etc., which let me tell you first, you are. You are pretty, smart, deserving, worthy, all the amazing things because you are here today, literally on this planet. So that is your birthright to be those things. So let me just remind you of all of those amazing amazing things real quick that you are, okay? Um, but anyways... Even if you don't consciously believe the thing you're saying, your subconscious mind hears it. 
and our subconscious mind is what rules our life, essentially. Even though we don't realize it, it is what is actually driving our thoughts, beliefs, actions, that whole external world. And so when you are repeatedly saying something over and over again, an affirmation like, I love myself, I am worthy, I am pretty, I am loved, I am smart, I am beautiful, I love my body, whatever it is, if you keep saying that over and over and over and over again, if you write it down over and over and over again, if you put that as your phone background and this is the first thing you see each morning and every time you open up your lock screen, you see those affirmations right then and there, boom, 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 you will start to believe it and your life will shift. It is true. You just have to keep on going and keep the repetition until you start to finally feel the shifts and then do some more and then some. We can always be doing affirmations, you guys. I still use affirmations in my day-to-day life, even though I will say I'm on a more, you know, advanced, quote-unquote, part of my self-love journey and I do feel very um, happy with who I am and I do have a lot of self-love. doesn't matter. It's always a journey. We can always be continuing it. And so I still love to use affirmations when maybe some areas of my life feel like they need a, more, a little bit more love than others. So I cannot re- recommend journaling and affirmations enough if you are on this journey and want to feel more self-love towards yourself. Try both of those things. Literally try them today. Try them now because you have nothing to lose. It's free. It's literally free. Write in your journal. Write it on your notes app of your phone. Say it out loud. Write it on sticky notes and put it on your mirror. Put it on your laptop and just remind yourself all the time of it. Always, 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 always. And if you keep doing it, I promise you, you will believe it. Just keep going. Okay, tip number four is another tangible tip that I really think you can start doing now. And that is to spend more time alone. And this tip really helped me, I think, on my self-love journey because I think I used to be someone who always had to be around people, constantly stimulated by people or, you know, feeling close or connected to people and just always craving and desiring to be talking to someone, both romantically or in friendships. And I think the second that I started to consciously decide to spend more time alone was when I really started to cultivate more self-love. And I really think that's because when you spend more time alone, you are truly getting to know yourself better and you're truly learning how to enjoy your own company more. And once you start to see that, you start to value yourself more and you start to be more aware and conscious of who you're spending your time with if they're not you know, making you feel good and other things. And so you start to increase your own self-worth and self-value because you're getting to know yourself better, you're enjoying your own company, and you're realizing that your own company is amazing. So you have to be more selective and cautious of who you're spending your time with because you can be happy spending time by yourself. It's like, how can you expect anyone to enjoy your company if you don't even enjoy your own company, if you haven't even learned how to do that. So I challenge you if this is maybe something more challenging for you. And that is to take yourself on a date. 
do something alone. Do something alone that's out of your comfort zone. Go out to a meal alone. Do a little picnic somewhere. Go, you know, even for a long walk in nature by yourself. Whatever it is, whatever feels good to you, start doing more of that. Especially if you have a hard time doing that. Because I used to be like that. I used to have a really hard time spending time alone. And once I started to do it, I really cultivated more self-love. And now I'm at a place where I value my time and my alone time so much. And I love it that I have increased my own sense of self-worth and value because I value my time and enjoy my time with myself so much. So I think this one is super important. Start implementing more alone time. Take yourself out on a date and really, you know, just get to know yourself better. It doesn't hurt. Last tip, tip number five, also goes a little bit with what I just mentioned. And that is to embrace who you authentically are. I truly believe that so many of us are living out of alignment right now because we are trying to change or shift or mold and be someone that we're not or we try to fit and fit into certain societal expectations both you know physically and with our lives and what we're doing and this can manifest in many different ways like it could show up as a physical societal norm or expectation that you feel like you have to look a certain way or you know, maybe it's something in your life, you have, you feel like you have to have a certain job or do this certain thing that's really not aligned with who you are. And the problem is that when you're living out of alignment, that's really not truly authentically you, you are going to be in a constant battle with yourself, making it very hard to cultivate self-love and to have that self-love for yourself because you are having this internal battle that's not you trying to be something else meanwhile deep down your authentic self who you truly are is trying to get out is screaming to get out because once you start showing that light and you say f it to everything else any other societal norm expectation or way of being that you think you should be that is when you will start to feel all of that self-love because you've gotten past the point of trying to fit in and mold and be someone you're not. You've gotten past that to the point where you know who you are, you're confident in yourself and you just own it and you don't care anymore about what anyone thinks or says or does or makes you believe like you have to be. You don't care. And you know those people, right? You know those people who are just so authentically them and they're magnetic. They're literally magnetic because they don't try to fit in to societal norms. And they are so themselves that it automatically attracts the right people. And that is what will attract the right people to you. Is when you are shining your light, your authentically true being. And I really think that was a big piece on my own self-love journey. Was accepting who I am and where I'm at. And not trying to fit in to any societal norms that people made me feel like I had to be. I love my authentic self, my truest version of myself, because 
no one can take that away from me. And use that one as an affirmation. If you are having a hard time connecting to your truest self and being that essence, say that one to yourself. Say it over and over again that I love the most authentic version of me because that's what makes me, me. And no one else can take that away from me. Do you feel how powerful that is? Like, so powerful. And once you start to shift your mindset and shift your belief towards yourself in that direction, you will become a different person. You will feel completely different. And so my advice for you now is if you are wanting, you know, to embrace more of who you are authentically, like your truest authentic self, but you don't really know even where to begin and you don't even know what that looks like, if you don't even know what your authentic truest self feels like, start spending more time alone. Goes back to the previous point. Spend more time alone. Start to really ask yourself, what makes me feel like my truest authentic self? Who would I be if there were no societal norms or expectations put on me? What would I be doing? What makes me light up? Like what truly deep down lights me up, makes me feel like my truest, best, authentic self without any judgment? You can try that as a journal prompt because that is what's going to help you lead there. And once you can identify it, You can start to do the things that make you feel most like your authentic self and eventually slowly evolve into that version of you. And that is when you will feel so much self-love because you are honoring your truest, most authentic version of you. So those are my five tips for cultivating more self-love. And I really, really do really from the bottom of my heart, do hope that these tips helped you because it is such an important topic and we all could use a little more self-love. So if you found these tips helpful, if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to take a screenshot and share it on your stories. Let's get the word out. We all need to be feeling a little bit more love towards ourselves and I just want to help as many people as possible. So thank you so much for being here today, and I will catch you next Wednesday. Sending love.